Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hello there. Welcome back to another episode on Gravy Moms Podcast. Today, I want to talk about ways you can remember your child this season. And something I want to dive into a little bit before is that it can feel very important to make sure your child is remembered and noticed in some way this holiday season. Um, I know that the number one thing every mother wants is for her child to be remembered for her baby to matter, for her child to be acknowledged and noticed. And something I've learned is that if you want your child remembered, plan something or do something that will remember them. And the thing that I think causes a lot of angst, um, broken relationships, frustrations, anger, is expecting or waiting for others to do that. When others do do something to remember, it's amazing and it really is an extra bonus. And I, I think it's so great when people do remember and people, you know, message you and maybe give you something in remembrance. And I have been so grateful for people who have done that for us. But if you wait around for others to plan something or do something in memory, you might be disappointed. And it just causes a lot of anger and frustration and this is I guess I guess I'm going into the like the thought work of it that you know you don't have any control over what other people do and you're trying to control the outcome of what other people do and you can only control what you do so if you want something in particular plan it get it create it spread the word whatever you need to do and just make sure that you know cuz you are the only one that can control what you do. So if you want your baby or child to be remembered, do that, create it and do it yourself. Um, and then if anybody else does anything, like it's amazing and it's extra, right? So I want to offer some ideas that we do in particular to remember Aria. And then I'll give you a list of ideas of what I know others do. So we have a picture frame with a lot of pictures of Aria in it. We have brought that places with us. We also were giving a little, um, I think it's called chat books, like a book with a bunch of pictures of her in it. And we have brought that. We've brought a candle and lit it at the gathering that we're at, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever it is. And many times we have also sung a song for her as well. So singing is kind of part of our culture and what we do and we sing songs. And a lot of times we sing a song in memory of her. Um, in our home throughout the year, like outside of seasons, we have pictures. Um, we have a little statue of a little girl, wind chimes, bird feeder, things like that. But at Christmas time, we have a few more things. Um, so we have ornaments on our tree, obviously a lot of them, and I love them. And one of my favorite things that we do is our tradition that Santa brings something in Aria's stocking. Yes, she has a stocking, and I love it. And 
all of our kids' stockings are colorful, and hers is white, and it's like an angel stocking, and I just love it. I love that she has a place amongst our stockings, and we can remember her in that way and hold, you know, her memory and carry her memory forward in that way. But in her stocking usually comes like a game or a puzzle, or last year was like a year pass to the science museum, and it's something. The goal behind it is something that connects us as a family or something that we can do together as a family. Because one of the biggest things that we learned with Aria's death is that our family matters and that spending time together and connecting is so important and that we do not know when any of us will die. So experiences, spending time together, something that we can do together that connects us. So that's something that comes in her stocking every year and that's always really fun. Christmas Eve, we go sing at the cemetery. This has actually been a tradition that Justin has done all his life, all his growing up years, because his sister Annette died when he was five years old. And Aria is buried right next to, to Annette. And so now we continue that and go sing at the cemetery Christmas Eve. So for him, I think that's one of his favorite things. And I, I really enjoy it and like it too. And it just feels nice to sing there, go there and sing. Um, there's different other things that we've done, like in the first couple years, we've gone to Angel of Hope ceremonies and different events put on by the hospitals. Those are very nice in a way to remember. I never knew about the Angel of Hope statues until we went. There might be one near you. There was one near us and like in a place that Justin and I had been quite, a, you know, quite often, but we didn't ever see the statue and we didn't know it was there. But they do um, an event with candles by the statue. So look it up. It's Angel of Hope. And so something else we did recently, which was the first time I think we've done it necessarily like this. And it was all Justin. So I just, I love that he does this. But the other day for All Saints Day, it was just a very special moment when Justin had the kids blow out. We had lit some candles in memory and then he had the kids blow out the candles we had lit. And before they could blow out the candle, they would say something they had remembered about Aria or something that they wished that they could do with her. And it was so, so special. And I just recently talked, like last week when you <laughs> heard with Randy, my conversation, she talked about, um, you know, ha talking with your kids about memories or talking with them about, you know, if they didn't know them or they don't have any memories or they were a baby. And they were too little to talk about what they wish they could do with them or like, you know, what they imagine they could do or what they would be like. So that was really, really, really fun. So keeping your child's memory alive and talking about them is something I know that you want so badly. You never want them to be forgotten. And I know like it means a lot when people say stuff, you know, remember you. And I just want to encourage you that you get to keep their memory alive and that you you can do things that feel like you can connect with them. And there are so many things you can do that are not any of the things that we do. So I'm going to give you a few more ideas and I hope you can choose a few things that feel right for you and really just hold space for your child and baby and know that you love them and you are remembering them and carrying them forward with you. So something you could do bake something that they liked, write letters to them. 
light a candle for them, ask other people what a memory they have of them is, watch some videos if you have some, donate to a cause in their name. If you find something that you could buy for your child and wish you could, you know, if you wish you could buy it for them, buy it and gift it to someone else. Maybe that's their age, someone you know. I haven't ever done this, but I think I'm going to because I really, really like that idea. Play their favorite music or music that reminds you of them. Create a memory book of them. Create a memory video. The memory book, I did this the first year um, after Aria died. And I asked all my family and friends for memories of her, like just little quotes. And she was a baby still, 15 months old. So obviously people didn't have like, you know, tons and tons of memories, but I got a lot of responses that are so special and I put them all in that memory book. And so it's just a memory book filled with all the pictures we have with her and all the memories from other people and my memories and Justin's memories. And we have that for ourselves and we also gifted it to my mom and dad and Justin's mom and dad. So that is a very special thing too. So you can send out cards. I know, you know, like family holiday cards are kind of really, really hard to um, send out when you're trying to take a picture of you know, your family that's less than what it should be or supposed to be. Um, so you can remember them in the card. You can, you know, keep them as a part of your card if you want to. We have done that actually quite a few times. Um, or you can just write out cards instead of doing a picture. You could do a fundraiser, like a 5K run or a walk in their memory. <laughs> this doesn't sound like anything you could do in Minnesota, but any other, you know, southern states or areas you could. So those are some ideas for you. I just really want to encourage you to do something too, that you get to decide how to remember them, that you get to do things. And, you know, if something doesn't feel right one year, you can change it the next. It kind of just feels like, like life, we learn what we like and we learn what we don't like, especially if this is a new season for you and a new time where you haven't ever walked through any holidays without your child. Um, just start to try things and see what works for you and what doesn't and how you want to remember them and carry their memory forward and what feels the best for you. And if this is your first holiday season, I'm sending you a huge, huge hug. If it is not your first holiday season, I'm still sending you a huge, huge hug. That space at the table um, is always empty, even if it's not actually empty. You, it's there in your heart, and you see it, and you notice it, and I know you do, and you're very aware of it. And so I'm just sending you a big hug, lots of love, and I hope that you can pick something to, to remember them by. If you want to do one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, you can go to meganhillica.com slash grief coaching. I support grieving moms in processing their emotions, feeling their emotions, noticing their thought, really taking away anxiety and stress and worry surrounding grief and judgment, and helping you be able to live with grief, carry grief instead of suffer with grief. So if you want to do that, if you are ready to have a change in your grief experience and you're really tired of living in the anxiety-ridden, stressed-out, shell, empty-shell version of yourself, you know, go apply. I, I know it will help you. I know it will be amazing. So 
meganhillica.com slash griefcoaching, and I will see you next week. Take care. Well, this episode of Grieving Moms podcast is over. You can join me and other grieving mothers in my free Facebook group to continue conversations of all things life after child loss. Go to www.meganhillica.com slash community to join us there. If you like this podcast, could you please share it with other grieving mothers so that they can also find hope in life after loss and to know that they are never alone.